All right, all right. Here we are breaking it down on the blockument. <laughs> Break it down, man. Break it down. <laughs> Crypto education through everyday conversation. Ooh. My name is Nate Talbot. I'm the executive director of Detroit Blockchain Center. And to my right is the ever merry <laughs> Ashley Rose. I am your everyday mother. I'm an online reseller and I'm on a journey to figure out what the heck is all of this crypto blockchain business about? What is this business about? Mm-hmm. It's about making freedom. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you say it. <laughs> freedom money. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what block time is it? Let's take a look. So we are on block number 819,591. All right. And this block size is 1.79 megabytes, which is comprised of 3,780 transactions. All right. Um, The total subsidies and fees that were won on this block are 7.9. One, two, wait, is yours different than mine? Um, it looks like it, but are we... Wait, uh, am I reading the wrong block? Well, we're 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 going through, if you look here, this is interesting times. <laughs> oh, I yeah, yeah, I, I am, I read the wrong block. <laughs> well, it's because our last block was published one minute ago. Oh, really? So there was a block one minute ago, well, eight minutes ago now, now seven minutes ago. Okay. So that block was produced in one minute. Yep. And then the last <laughs> one before that was 14 minutes ago, so that only took 14 minutes. Five minutes, so uh, it's a good thing we're getting, you know, if we, we should start saying this. This show is not sponsored by, but we're going to promote the <laughs> mempool.space. Yeah. This is where we pull all our block height information. Um, I should stop looking at the screen and look at my screen. Uh, before you click on a block, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're viewing, you can see this if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're not, if you go to mempool.space, before you, when you go on the homepage, Right under all the purple blocks, you'll see difficulty adjustment, right? That thing, mm-hmm. that's what keeps blocks running every 10 minutes. But it only happens um, every 2016 blocks. Mm. Um, so, so the it's next based one. based off of the number of blocks, not the amount of time that's passed. Exactly. Okay. And this is where we talk about proof of work, right? What happens in that time period is... If it sees on average, like right now on average, we were mining a block every 10.1 minutes, oh, so we're right on which is actually a little schedule. too long. Well, it's a little oh, really? over. So difficulty would get mm. harder. Is it because of the point to one? keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to keep it at around 10 minutes. Okay. But if it's if this keeps up, like it's been happening for the yeah. past hour or so, where like fast, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like every four, every five to seven minutes, there's a block happening. Well, if that starts happening, it'll make the difficulty adjustment harder, so it takes longer to mine a block, and then we'll do that for another couple thousand blocks, and then it'll reevaluate. It's one of the genius pieces in Bitcoin nobody really discusses, Hmm. Um, but this is one of the things that makes it different, the the difficulty adjustment. Yeah, I think I had the uh, other block clicked, and when I came on, I didn't like tap the newest one well let me let i'm going to refresh the page we're going to redo our time (laughs) right now it is i clicked it 
So, yeah, it's 819,591. That's the block height. That's our block height. The block size is 1.79 megabytes. Mm -hmm. It's uh, 7,000, no, six, no, (laughs) (laughs) 3,780 transactions. And the total subsidies and fees are 7.064 Bitcoin. Okay. Which is 279,563 USD. And the miner that won that is Ant Pool. Ant Pool. Yeah, okay. All right. Woo! Woo. I did it. We did it. We got through the time. I hope your question isn't as hard as the block height. Woo! Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Oh, well, let's find out. What are we talking about today? Um, what, what is a DAO? What are DAOs? What are DAOs? Well, how'd you hear about a DAO? Oh, no. I just looked at the screen. It's spelled incorrectly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have a typo. We have a typo. DAO. D-A-O. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll recorrect. We're but, really having some technical... We're having some issues on this show, huh? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. We're powering through. Powering okay, through. Okay. So, DAOs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I don't exactly know. Okay. Decentralized... Something organization. Autona- auto- is it one of those autonomic? It's an anonymity. <laughs> decentralized something organization. It is a decentralized something organization, and that's probably more of an accurate term of the current state of DAOs <laughs> than um, previously. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. See? Woo! That's because we have the bomb producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so... DAOs stand for decentralized, correct? Mm-hmm. Autonomous. Autonomous. Organizations. Um, I knew it wasn't automatic, but I knew it was something like that. And then I was like, uh, well, let's just. Yep. And there also have gone by other names in the past, um, such as DAX, which are decentralized autonomous communities. Decentralized autonomous. Communities oh, okay, versus like, organization. It's just sort of, a, yeah, it's shifting the narrative of what kind of structure you want. Um, so, all right, you heard of DAOs, but do you have any idea what it is? You know what the initials mean, but what's, yeah. what's your initial take? What do you think a DAO is? Well, the first time I heard about a DAO was when they were doing the... Um, Trying to buy the consti- the copy of the Constitution. Ah, the Constitution DAO. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so then I kind of like formulated what it is in my head. So let's see. I I kind of took it as like, like um, you know how like a a business will have like a board of directors kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of took it as like a board of directors, but like everybody's a member of the board. Yeah, that's. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's how my brain did it. It's it's a fair it's a fair um, analysis. So let's bring it back. Um, so a concept of a DAO is there's the idea of a DAO. So uh, what a DAO is could be it should be right. <laughs> okay. Um. So, what it originally was conceived to be is a way to organize people in a different manner, right? This mm-hmm. is what the whole concept of any kind of organization is. How do you organize mm. humans, mm. right? Um, 
And we've figured out ways to do that throughout history. Uh, most commonly, uh, we have several different approaches to that. That could be anything from a government governmental structure to a uh, community-driven um, governing body versus a more formal governing body to a corporate-type structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those come in a dozen different flavors. So it's all about organizing people. However, if you ask some people, a weakness of any organizational structure throughout history is it always succumbs to a central point of failure, right? You usually need some kind of central coordinator to make things happen. Um, not universally true, but mostly true. Like a puppet master kind of thing? Like well, a- sort of. It's like, all right, you have you, me, Alice, Bob, and Charlie. Okay. All right? And we want to start a something, a business, mm-hmm. a community. We want to start a community. Okay. Right? We want to start a community garden. Right? A community okay. based around natural farming and whatever. Um so first we have to acquire land to do this with. Right. Well, who gets the land? Let's say we just find land that's not claimed by any sovereign territory. There's no government controlling the land. So we don't have to worry about like buying a deed and all that, right? Okay. We just were way back in the frontier days and we found some land. Okay. And we so just, who, like, put who, up a flag. Just put up a flag. <laughs> who's who's who designed the flag? Who picked the flag? Well, maybe we all designed a design and then we all voted. What kind of vote? A unanimous vote? Three out of two? Two out of three? Yeah, something like like the majority. Okay, a majority vote. So three out of two. Okay, so now we got a flag. Where are we going to stick the flag? In the center, on the edge, four flags to dictate the Wherever corners? Wherever we all agree, we like it. Three out of two again? Yeah. All right. But what if the same three keep agreeing... And the two dissenters keep dissenting. Mm. What's that do to that relationship? That person leaves. Yeah, those people leave. Well, now it's a three out of, now there's only three people in our community, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when that, because that's two against one. Mm. What happens when that person leaves? Well, now what if it's, it's unanimous because now they we're all agreeing. Have you ever been in a in a, any kind of yeah, no. societal structure where there's more than one person and everybody always agrees? Maybe in a cult. <laughs> yeah. And even those fall apart eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone agreeing doesn't happen. Yeah. So you have to come to some kind of consensus thing. And this is why we have different kind of organizational structures. However, they always end up centralizing because you say, all right, well, once you get so many, let's instead of always, it's slow too to have a like a democratic vote, everybody gets a vote in yeah. every single decision. Yeah. No decisions will ever get made. Yeah. So then we're like, well, we vote for Ashley to be our leader. Mm-hmm. That's right. So <laughs> any decision that affects X, <laughs> Y, and Z will all get a say, but day-to-day stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Ashley will just decide on our behalf. And if she starts making dumb decisions, we'll have an election every six months or every year, and maybe we don't pick Ashley. And so now you have companies who sort of run like this. You have full companies who don't really have a CEO, but even they, because they're communal, mm-hmm. but even they end up centralizing at a point because they're like, all right, we need somebody to make the day to say, yeah. do we really got to vote on if we're going to pay the electric bill every month? Right. No, that's going to be your decision. 
Right. Right. But then you get to become a specialist and it becomes really hard to get somebody else in there. Right. This is just how things work. So it's been really, really difficult. And then this thing called Bitcoin came along. Mm-hmm. Right. And it showed us how you could do money in a decentralized way. Mm-hmm. And the problem that it always had in the past, the two problems, well, it had one problem, which is called the double spend problem, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that, but how do you basically stop copy and paste of digital money? Mm-hmm. Well, the only way we could figure out how to do it is, again, have a centralized coordinator. We need a central entity to make decisions. Um, Bitcoin figured out how we could do that without having that centralized entity. Mm-hmm. It, f- it fixed a distributed computing problem that was never addressed. And so many people were just happy with that, and that is what it is. Yeah. Other people were like, hey, you know what else you could do with this thing? Yeah. What if we could find a way to decentralize an organizational structure yeah. where everybody has a say, but we don't need to depend on a centralized decision maker? Right. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so the concept of these uh, of what we think of when you hear the word DAO was mm-hmm. sort of born. Um, and then when Ethereum came about, we actually had a, a structure to really do that with. Um, you had a lot of writing. Some came from Vitalik, who's one of the founders of Ethereum. Um, it's like, hey, here's a way you can have people organize in a decentralized. They don't have to know each other. They don't have to trust each other. Mm-hmm. They can still do things together. Um, and, of course, it started around money because money and porn is what <laughs> runs the world. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it starts <laughs> around money. And you had this thing called the Dow, oh. right? Poorly named, because that's yeah. how we do everything. We, we, um, <laughs> yeah, the Facebook. Yeah. Drop this. It's like, hey, it's the Facebook. It's, a, it's like this digital book with faces. Yeah. The Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you had the DAO, which was a way for people to invest, pool their money to invest without needing a central investment entity to coordinate all the different investors' assets. Okay. We could all put it into the smart contract, and the smart contract would be the central entity making the decisions. And as far as I understand, I was not involved in the DAO. However, um, it appeared to be working just fine, except <laughs> there was a bug mm. in the code, which as allowed there, there to is. be an ex- exploit and caused a whole lot of issues, right? Oh, and we're not here to discuss the downside of the bugs in code, mm-hmm. but um, the concept of the DAO seemed to be working fine until that bug happened, right? People were able to put in money. They were mm-hmm. putting in thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars into this smart contract so they could make other investments. I can't afford to buy um, this thing, right, this widget. Right, it costs too much money. It okay. costs ten million dollars, and I only have three hundred thousand dollars. Like a computer or something, or like whatever. Anything. The widget, it's a widget. It 
It doesn't okay. matter what the thing okay. is. Okay. I can't afford it by myself. Okay. I have two options now. I can either use these centralized things. I can go find a bunch of other people who have 300000 or more to put in. Then we have to write a contract. I have to meet you. I probably want to know who you are because your signature on a contract doesn't mean anything Isn't to me. Isn't that like a syndication kind of or something? Well, no. This is... the. It depends on how it's formulated, right? It could be we could form a corporation, we could form a limited partnership, we could form a whole lot of, we could go visit some kind of asset manager who's going to do the coordinating for us and we all invest with them and they'll go do the, there's a lot of different ways they all involve a central entity. Like someone taking charge of the funds and doing the yep. thing you want done. At the end of the day, you're going to give the money to Nate mm-hmm. and Nate, you're going to trust Nate to go actually buy the thing you wanted to buy give everybody the profits they're supposed to have, manage all of the paperwork in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll pay Nate a fee and a percentage or a percentage in exchange for all of that. Sounds just like a business. That's It is a business, right? Okay. That's how businesses are structured. What if you could do that without the Nate? What if we could just blindly put my money into the smart contract and the mm-hmm. smart contract did the management? The smart contract went and secured the asset. The smart contract distributed payments on a regular basis based off of how yield. Would this, how would the smart contract know? No, oh, we're getting too much into smart contracts. But, but I mean, assume like, it would know. I right? mean, but I'm saying more along the lines of like, like someone has to program the smart contract. Well, right. So but that once it's be... up there, once it's out there, though, okay. yeah, somebody has to program a smart contract. But mm-hmm. once it's there, mm-hmm. you can utilize it to be that central coordinator. And so now the only question is, how do all the people who are a piece of that smart contract Mm -hmm. get to dictate any changes or like payment issuances? But you're telling me that smart contract, which is now let's call it the CEO or like Mm -hmm. the owner of the business or whatever. The asset manager. Yeah. That smart contract has every single if then situation. Well, no, nobody. It? That would be an infinitely large smart contract. Right, that's but part because that I don't it understand. doesn't, well, this is what we're going to get to, okay. right? So let's say we want to. We don't know. We want to change how payments are derived because we weren't expecting payments to come so frequently, right? Okay. Or so if frequently, we want them more frequently, mm-hmm. so, so irregular. Um, so how do we change a smart contract? It's immutable, so it can't be changed in and of itself mm-hmm. unless you build it like a DAO. And so what you would do is you would say, well, here's what the DAO is going to do. If you put in three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for every um, ten thousand dollars you put in, we'll issue you one ten thousand dollar receipt, right? This token. Okay. Right. It's not non fungible, right? They're all ten thousand dollar increments. So I put ten thousand dollars in, I get this token. This token allows me to a swap it back for $10,000 or whatever the value of that pool is. Maybe the value grew or shrunk. Okay. Um, I can take the token and sell it on a secondary market, right? Um, It's only worth, it's $10,000 when I bought it. Now that pool of money is, makes my share worth $15,000, but I need $12,000. I sell it to you for $17,000. For future, you hope the price goes up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then also what I can use this token for is I can use this token as a vote because we want to receive payments more frequently. And we can vote 
and the smart contract will change based on the outcome of the vote. And this is where the A and DAO stands for, autonomous, mm. right? It autonomously can make changes or do things just based off of the vote, right? And so, again, as far as the payment structure, when the smart contract was designed, it was designed to do a payout maybe every two weeks. But the community of token holders decides, you know what? We think every one week is a better payout structure, mm -hmm. right? It, it aligns the incentives, or we think there should be less vote tokens, or we think there should be more vote tokens, or we should be thinking about anything that the smart contract in and of itself can do, mm -hmm. right? We vote on that, um, and the contract updates itself to do it. We vote. We've all put $300,000 in, and we vote we want to buy this NFT, Right, a fully digital NFT. We're going to avoid real world stuff yeah. for now. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to buy this NFT, which is fully, it's a crypto punk. It's on chain. There is no off chain aspect to it. All we have to do is point, we can say, all right, take all these funds, send a payment to that smart contract over there, which once it receives it, it will send it to our address. So now we own the NFT. So how do you put up something new for a vote to be changed? Like you would make a proposal. So you could submit a proposal. Um, and this gets a little technical, so we'll okay. keep it high level. Okay. But essentially, um, how it would work is first you start talking in the community, off off chain, like in the Discord. Sure, that ends it. up Let's where it is it. now. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> to get some. Get some feedback. Is it something the community is even interested in? Yeah, once a you get market a, research. <laughs> once you feel like there's enough, then you would submit a proposal. So the 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 smart contract would have a mechanism for this. Okay. It basically be a yes no question, a true false question. Okay. That says, hey, look, here's the question, and the smart contract doesn't really care what the question is. Right. It's just right. But what the smart contract does with that question would be code to execute. Right. Like, and that code like would if, read if yes, do this. If yes, change payment dates to, to this, this frequency. frequency. Mm -hmm. If no, do nothing. Okay. And that's all the smart contract. And then it might also say something like well, now could somebody do submit this in ten thousand blocks. Mm -hmm. Right? And mm -hmm. that's your voting window. Mm -hmm. So in ten thousand blocks, if yes doesn't happen within ten thousand blocks, mm -hmm. assume no and get rid of the whole now, proposal. Do people like screen what's being submitted? Because you could put if yes, do this, and then you're supposed to put if no, do nothing. But you say if no, okay, still do it. Well, this is part of being on a truly decentralized open source platform. Is anybody can see what the actual code is, not just what the words proposed are. And they can shut it down, like if. Well, no, it's just didn't... everybody would vote no. But if they say if it says if no, still do it anyway. Jot, jot that down. I'm going to get, to, we'll get to that later. Okay. Okay. Um, in essence, yes. Something like that. There's a protection. If you're a good smart contract developer, you'll put that in there. You'll put these kind of mechanisms in there. And okay. there, we've seen real world examples of this stuff. But in essence, that's how it works. That's how it's supposed to work, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a way to do a decentralized, which means really censorship resistant and permissionless mm -hmm. right that's sort of the buzzword for that um 
So it's a way to do this organizational participation, whether it's with a community objective or something that can autonomously, without human intervention, operate, mm-hmm. right? Um, for, well, for an organization, a decentralized autonomous organization. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. And there are a few examples of those out there. Um, that are working well is what you're meaning by that? Or just there are not very many that exist? Um, there are some out there that are theoretically decentralized, autonomous, mm-hmm. and handle organizational structures. Yeah. They, they fit in all three of those in I some degree. I feel like a caveat or like a... There's a huge caveat because this <laughs> is what it's supposed to be. Right. What it turns out to be is people who want a a decentralized network of people, Mm -hmm. unaffiliated parties, right? People from South Korea and and Russia and Zimbabwe and America Mm -hmm. and all these places who have no reason to know each other, know nothing about each other. Mm -hmm. They can get together inside of this in whatever the rule set of the smart contract is they're, they're operating from. And they can make a decisions, right? However, the reason I put the huge caveat is most DAOs forget two out of three of the letters. And it's always the same two letters because they're almost never decentralized. Mm. And even worse than being never decentralized, they're almost never autonomous. Oh, really? Because they make decisions that a smart contract as of today can't decide. So they'll say something like, hey, well, we what we want this network to do is we're going to vote because we don't like um, we don't like that this person, we don't like that Alice has so much control. Mm-hmm. So we're going to vote to take control away from Alice. Well, how does a smart con- how can a smart contract take control away from Alice? If it can, she if shouldn't you have vote, had any control, right, in the first well, place. Well, maybe. Unlike, um, you know, we, we, we might do an episode about controlling and, like, how, how crypto and stocks are, are related. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> they could. Um, unlike something like Bitcoin, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter how many you hold. It doesn't give you say in the network. You can hold 50% of the actual Bitcoin in circulating supply. That doesn't give you any control on how the protocol operates okay. whatsoever. Um, versus in a DAO, if you hold 50% of the voting tokens, that means you have 50% of the vote. Voting. Yeah, voting power. So you absolutely can. And what stops you from getting the tokens? If you're willing to buy them or if they got airdropped to you or however you got them, you yeah. got them. Yeah. If the protocol can vote, A, if the protocol votes to take those tokens away, it means one of two things instantly. One, the protocol was never censorship resistant. Right. Why would you put your money in something where the rest of the network decides you don't deserve the money anymore? Right. So either that's true and you shouldn't be there, or you have to force somebody to go in and make the change to the protocol, right, in order to take away 
you basically have to create a hard fork okay. of the protocol, which would say now Alice's coins aren't worth as much, or we're going to give everybody except Alice mm-hmm. so many more coins, it dilutes Alice's value, right? But then is that a can't first won't, or it's a fork? So that's no. a can't first won't. That's a, oh. that's a won't. That's a, we won't do it. Mm-hmm. But if you can do it, so what? Right. And mm-hmm. there's been protocols who have done this. And there's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be. It is what it is. Well, it's, that makes it not be. autonomous. If I have to take, if I, it doesn't matter what you vote on. We're going to vote that our smart contract is going to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Well, there is no physical way today at this block height mm-hmm. for a smart contract to just autonomously buy a house. So if we vote for the smart contract to buy a house, mm-hmm. or forget that, we're going to vote that th- the smart contract has a treasury, right? Every time somebody buys a token, it goes into this treasury. Right. If we're going to vote that we want the treasury to be deposited into a bank account, we want to use Bank of America. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get it from the treasury of those of the smart contract into a bank account with making without making a human walk into the bank, KYC, mm-hmm. withdraw the funds out of the DAO and deposit, convert them to dollars, and then put those into a bank account. There's nothing autonomous about that. Mm. So why did you need a DAO? So um, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Would that be like the constitution purchase one so the constitution purchase um yes yes and no so if you're familiar with constitution dial and if not it was a great social experiment if nothing else um so you should be up on the constitution dial so what happened was what that was about 2021 ish maybe 2022 um there are like four floating copies of the Constitution, four or five that are floating around that aren't under government control. They're held by private citizens. And one of those citizens didn't want his copy anymore and he put it up for auction, right? And there was a group, a decentralized group of people Mm -hmm. who were like, it it was fascinating to watch in real time. Mm -hmm. You got to experience it. Um, It started almost as a joke on Twitter. (laughs) Like, we should, <laughs> we should, do. we should do a down. We should own it. We're the people. Yeah. All the constitution should be owned by the people. Right. Well, like 12 hours later, somebody spun up a smart contract and was like, well, I got one. Yeah. We should put money into it so we can bid an auction yeah. on it. Yeah. Then like six hours later, it had like thousands of dollars in it. Wow. 24 hours later, it had like tens of thousands of dollars. Did anybody read the smart contract or were they just really like, let's well, do it? At first, well, this was the thing, yes. At first, because nobody took it that serious, Mm -hmm. it was a meme Mm -hmm. that turned into a reality, Mm. right? And so it's like they had to go back and make some changes and issued things into the DAO. Ended up being, again, it was quasi, it was decentralized in the fashion of non-related parties formed together to do a thing. Right. It was not decentralized in the fact that Basically, one dude yeah. held the private key for the entire smart contract. Right. So he could make changes whenever he wanted to. He could make changes whenever he wanted to. He could draw it whenever he wanted to. I think they ended up turning it into a multi-sig with a couple, quote, unquote, so trusted community members. So lucky for them, members. that guy had, like, good Yeah, intentions. he had good intent. Um, and this is why it was an interesting social experiment, because it didn't end up being a scam. Right? So they got together. They Everybody put their money in. 
And then for their money, they got the receipt, mm -hmm. which was your token. voting toke, token. And then they like had to make decisions, right? Like, all right, well, look, like we were joking at first, but if we're raising money, <laughs> yeah, um, and when, mm -hmm. what do we do? Like, where is it going to be? Held? Like, like, we have to yeah. be responsible custodians of this thing. Mm -hmm. So, how much of however much money we raise, how mm -hmm. much can we use for bidding, and how much do we keep in the treasury in order to actually secure it and pay somebody to actually keep it safe? Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll do museum tours and stuff, but we got to pay for that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they would vote if you had if you put money in, you had that much share of a vote, and mm -hmm. you would vote. Well, I think we should keep ten percent set aside for treasury costs, right? Um, and I don't know if it was ten percent. I don't know what the yeah. actual number was, but. You know, we might take 10% for treasury costs, the rest we're going to bid on. And that worked. And then it came down to the auction. And they're like, well, who's going to actually bid? Right. Be there and doing the. Right. Somebody the actually <laughs> has to hold up the paddle. Yeah. You see where the autonomous is starting to break away? Yeah. It's like, well, it can't vote. The smart contract doesn't know how to vote because there is no voting system at a public auction at you this mean point. Bid? You mean bid? Bid. Yeah. How can it bid? Right. It can't right. do an auto bidding. Right. Maybe one day in the future. But at that point in time, you couldn't do it. So, again, you had to already coerce somebody to go represent the DAO. Who was the person that? I can't remember who the actual person oh, was. OK. Um, <laughs> That's OK. But they but picked really somebody but... and they were bidding. And then this was the other downside of the DAO. In order for a DAO to work, in order for the decentralization piece to work, it has to be transparent. Mm. The DAO was winning. It was one of the last two bidders. It outbid everybody. Wow. Except everybody knew how much the Dow had to pay. Oh. You set aside 10%. You got $4.1 million. I'll bid $4.101 million. Right. Is that what happened? And that's exactly what happened. Dang. They got to, it was a bidding war and got to the last two parties. I can't remember the dude's name. He's some rich whatever, but... It's kind of rude. Like This is how it works. This is a weakness of the DAO. When everybody knows your business, everybody knows your business. Right. Right? Um, but, again, a great social experiment. It shows what a DAO could be right. if all the right tooling was in place. So did everybody? Random people could get together. Mm -hmm. And then, again, it wasn't a scam. And so they said, well, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to repay because we know where all the money came from, from right. a wallet. Mm -hmm. We're going to revert payment to every single wallet that paid in minus gas fees. Mm. Right? So if you only put in 50 bucks, you probably weren't getting anything because your gas fee at that point was probably going to be $130. But, you know, yeah, it, it reverted. And they actually gave him an option. There's like, you can, re you can basically vote to have your money refunded or we can keep the Dow going and we'll keep it in a treasury and maybe we'll think of other things to do in the future. Yeah. But those aspects of it, that's what a Dow was meant to sort of be. It allows people to decentrally organize. Mm -hmm. Ideally though, you want the contract to do all the, uh, all the functions. Yeah. Because if you have to depend on people, yeah, well, that's, the point of failure, well, and that's limits... no different than just setting up an LLC yeah. or a C corp or something else. Yeah. Well, then uh, it limits what a DAO can actually do and like what what purpose it can serve. But I guess at the same time, like if if all of these people um, enforce 
what the DAOs are voting on, I guess. Well, how do you how do you enforce? This becomes a trick. Like, the, the, it has to be truly decentralized, and you, there's only certain ways to do it. And so, there are interesting things happening in the DAO, and there are tons of different DAOs. And we've talked about proof of stake before, and there are people who don't like proof of stake. There are people who love proof of stake. And the point I try to drive home around proof of stake mm-hmm. is there is no such thing as proof of stake. <laughs> it's a very high level concept. Yeah. How Ethereum does proof of stake mm-hmm. looks nothing like how Cardano does proof of stake. Mm-hmm. Looks nothing like how XRP does it. Looks nothing like how Cosmos does it. So when you say, at least with proof of work, it means energy is getting burnt. Yeah. Like it's now, very how clear. they choose the energy and all that is also very different, but that part's very clear. It's even less clear what it means with proof of stake. Some places you got to lock up tokens. Some places right. you just have to declare tokens. Right. Some places you, you, you may not have to do nothing. Like right. it's it's a very abstract concept. Um, same thing with DAOs. Mm-hmm. It's a very abstract co- concept. Beyond the could be what it should be. Yeah decentralized in every meaningful way of the word, autonomous in every meaningful way of the word. Could the DAO vote on who they want to do, like let's say, let's go back to the Constitution DAO, who Mm -hmm. they want to do the bidding, and then maybe the DAO, like uh, the autumn yeah, they're, the automated they're, part. I can't say the word. Uh, Autonomous part is that they write that the DAO writes spits out maybe like a contract, and then the person signs it, and then they have to fulfill what what the DAO told them to, or or a law problem. They have DAOs that do that. But doesn't that like kind of solve the autonomous issue? Absolutely not. It just <laughs> makes it a regular organization again. What's the difference between that? In a group of unaffiliated parties getting together, choosing a CEO, having them sign a contract, and act on behalf of the people. Because it's just sounds it, like Apple to me. No. Yes, that's what, exactly what Apple is. Apple, the company. You're telling me the people DAO the co- watch. Okay. <laughs> Apple, the company. Okay. And and uh, watermelon, the Dow. Okay. Watermelon Dow. Okay. Okay. Apple and watermelon. See what you're doing there. See what I'm doing there. <laughs> All right. Apple is an organization. This guy, Steve Jobs, and Steve Wozniak, and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor other guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they got together and said, we should make a company mm-hmm. that makes computers, right? We're going to do this thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, Alice, Bob, and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> get together, yeah. and they say, we're going to make this digital company right. that does this thing. Right. Right? So both very centralized. Mm-hmm. Right? It's how things start. Mm-hmm. Somebody has an idea. Mm-hmm. Both both organizations build the concept. Right? One builds their product map, and they regist- they first register as a private corporation with the state. Where Watermelon Dow they organize via smart contracts and they register with an organization called Ethereum. Okay. Right? As a DAO. Okay? Now comes the tricky part. We need money or we need ideas or we need manpower. We need we need more than what us three can do. Yeah. Apple offers a public offering. They say, we have this company. Mm-hmm. We're going to take this company the single company, and we're going to divide it into a thousand different pieces. Mm-hmm. 
you can purchase one of these pieces. And what you get for that purchase is a say in how we operate. One stock equals one vote. Mm -hmm. And we will promise uh, um, you, you get to share in the profits and losses as the business grows or fails, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you might find that intriguing, and so you buy a share of Apple. Mm -hmm. Watermelon Dow, on the other hand, does the exact same thing. We're going to take this smart contract, and we're going to issue a 1,000 tokens. There will only be a 1,000 tokens, okay. right? And if you purchase one of these tokens, you get a say in how this smart contract operates. Okay. You'll also get to share in the future profits or losses of the general business, mm -hmm. right? If it makes money, we can issue out payments to whoever holds a token, Okay. right? And if you have a loss, you can claim those losses. So far, what's the difference? Nothing. Right. Now, the difference is supposed to be mm -hmm. that Apple still needs to operate in the real world, right? And so they need to open up bank accounts. They need to hire people. They need to fire people. And they need to do distribution. And they need to negotiate contracts, right? Mm -hmm. So all the shareholders vote for a Steve Jobs to be that figurehead. It's your job to make sure the day-to-day -day operations of the business get done. We'll meet every three months and see how you're doing. Like, You'll tell us like what's board. happening like a board meeting, okay. right? A shareholders meeting. Okay. And you will present to us what it is you've done. Mm -hmm. We will decide if you're doing a good job and we'll vote to keep you in or we'll vote to kick you out. Mm -hmm. Now, how the DAO is supposed to operate, and this is where the A comes in, the autonomous. We all have a say there we don't need to appoint a central point of authority. Yeah. The smart contract in and of itself is a central point of authority. And everything it does, right, mm -hmm. it does autonomously. We, we have money. We found a way to get money into the DAO. So money's flowing in. Um, we want to purchase some, digi some digital asset. I'm going to leave it digital for now, mm -hmm. right? We vote to have our treasury send X amount of tokens to this other contract to pay for something, right? Okay. As soon as it gets a yes vote, the smart contract does it. Yeah. Apple, they wanted to, they want to sell to Elon Musk because mm -hmm. he's buying up everything. He's overpaying for all of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So they vote, we want to sell the whole collective. All of us will sell all of our stocks to Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Well, when they vote yes, it just doesn't automatically trigger Mm -hmm. Now it's up to Steve Jobs, who's still the acting uh, um, organizer. Yeah. He has to physically go and seal the deal and secure the funds and make sure all the shareholders are paid. And what if he doesn't do his job? Right. What if he's like, screw y'all. I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. What if he's like, screw y'all. I'm keeping half the money Does he and get taking off. Well, he gets in trouble if you catch him. Mm. But even if you catch him, what do you do if you catch him and you spend all the money? Yeah. Right. The idea of the smart contract is it's tra it's transparent, it's public, it's immutable. So when you bought your share, you saw the rules and those rules don't get to change. But couldn't there be like a hybrid or no? Of course, there could be a hybrid. That's what we typically have. The question is. 
this is the problem. Let's, let's bring it back to Bitcoin, okay. where it's nice and simple, right? Yeah. Not that Bitcoin is a DAO, but if the idea of Bitcoin is to have peer-to-peer money, or at, le- at the very edge case, um, uh, a, po- a store of value, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where my money can't get devalued, right? Right. Um, because I've agreed to this set of rules that can't be changed. Right. But now everybody keeps all their money in either a Coinbase, a Cash App, or a PayPal wallet. And Coinbase, Cash and we uh, we vote to have Coinbase be the only miner. Or Coinbase and PayPal, because it's got to be some kind of decentralized. Yikes. So what's the point? Yeah. Sure, we could have a hybrid model, but mm-hmm. what's the point? Well, how is that better than just having the old model? But what if? But <laughs> I guess I guess I I see a point. I see like what if um they had someone who just did some of the things that they couldn't do autonomously. They do that. Wyoming but, and a few states now actually have it where a DAO can go and register the DAO as a, as a corporation, right? Mm-hmm. But again, that takes a person to do it. What I'm asking you is, in that situation where you have a person, mm-hmm. what now can the DAO do that you couldn't do under one of the dozens of flavors of centralized organizational tools we have? I guess it would be just like certain tasks are for the DAO to decide and then all the tasks are for the DAO to decide but when it comes to like running the action that they're voting on but if you need a person to do it why couldn't they just be a corporation and do it and there are like 30 different flavors of corporation yeah I guess well because this is, this more is how RIA work RIA, RIA, RIA what's the uh, yeah real estate no 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 oh. not, a, not a REIT RIA RIA, RIA. It's a it's the camping store. It's like a store you oh, go to to get camping yeah, goods yeah, and all. REI. REI. <laughs> REI. Right. REI. I never heard it called that before. Yeah, it was probably because I'm the only one who says that because <laughs> I don't shop there, so I don't know. Okay. REI. Yeah. They are owned by the workers. Okay, yes. They do a DAO, except they don't need a DAO. Right. Because you will point about what's the point of going through all the extra headache yeah. of building the smart contracts and working on a blockchain and worrying about because the fees some things and worrying about be, the hacks. Because some things could be autonomous and, and relieve a person from having to do those like specific what? tasks. I don't know. Some of the examples that we. <laughs> my, my thing is, the point is, everything's supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. If you could do the exact same thing if you're going to do a hybrid you could do the exact same thing with a permissioned blockchain mm-hmm. let's say the treasury management mm-hmm. you want the treasury to be decentralized mm-hmm. well cool rei could do that mm-hmm. they could have a permissioned blockchain where every store has is its own node and then they vote on how they're going to spend the corporate funds and that's different than a dow or that is them this acting no, as a DAO? No, you don't need a DAO to do it. They could literally set that system up with databases. You don't need so a DAO. So just because they're using a node doesn't make it right. It's crypto or something? You don't need crypto. They could do it with crypto, mm-hmm. but why? You could do Bitcoin without any miners and without anybody having custody of their actual coins. You could still do Bitcoin. It's just 
Why? This is what a CBDC is. What you're doing is making the argument for a CBDC. Like, can't you still do a CBDC, <laughs> but like with Bitcoin? And it's like, no, because once it's a CBDC, why are you doing What's the point of the Bitcoin part? That's just gimmick at this mm-hmm. point. It serves no real function, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the Dow. They're dressing up like a DAO, but you're acting like an organization, which is why the government is coming after all of these DAOs mm-hmm. and winning on legal grounds. Mm. I don't care what you claim it to be. They're winning because there is no functional difference. Mm. And if there's no functional difference, why go through the more complicated route mm. that has less legal protections? Yeah. Well, okay. So one of the questions I wrote down, I was like, oh, okay, well, couldn't you use the DAO for like political issues? But then... How, who's going to enforce this? At the end of the day, with a political issue, is who's going to enforce it? Like, instead of having a president, like, instead of having maybe, like, a Congress or something, like, mm-hmm. couldn't we just make it a DAO? Like, Congress right. DAO, President DAO. And the DAO votes, <laughs> we're going to war. How yeah. does the DAO force a human to yeah. pick up a gun and go to a different country yeah. and shoot? Yeah. Well, we'll threaten them with jail time. All right. How, who's going to go to that person's house who didn't want to go to a different yeah. country and arrest them and put them in jail for not going? Robots. You need people. And what? <laughs> well, I did have, I don't know if I told you about this, <laughs> but a couple weeks ago, I get yeah, bored at night. Yeah, you told me I told about you. this, but tell me again. I, I, uh, I like to hear it. <laughs> I get bored late at night and I'll start debating with chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> um... And we'll go down these rabbit holes of conversations and stuff, just as a thought partner, like, help me find ways I'm not maybe thinking about something. Say something, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. if I can't beat ChatGPT, I can't beat somebody who's smarter than me, right? Right. Um, in a debate. So we go down this rabbit hole of what it was, real world assets or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, again, I come through that same logic argument. Like, well, who, at the end of the day, who enforces the real world asset? Right. Like, if you can't do it, what's the, what's the same argument I'm making now? Uh-huh. What's sort of the what's sort of the point? And as a caveat, I like all the experiments happening in the DAO world right now. Mm-hmm. I think most of them are ultimately garbage. They're not the end result, mm-hmm. but it's how this is how we figure out the end result. Mm-hmm. So I'm very pro a lot of the stuff happening. It's just it's not the end game. Um, so I'm going down this rabbit hole with ChatGPT. I'm like, wait a minute. Matter of fact, who enforces land rights, right? Like if I need to, if somebody, if, if Ashley comes and says, that's my house now, I'll be mm-hmm. like, this is my house. That's your house? This is my house, right? Yeah, that whole yeah, mean yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. do I protect myself from Ashley? I got to get a human to come do it. There's no autonomous way of doing it unless like we got so- like com- robots, mm-hmm. but then how's the robot actually do it? I would need something like you, chat GPT and artificial intelligence mm-hmm. to actually, and then that to triggered like the light bulb. Yeah. Well, that triggered the, the AI doomer light bulb in my oh, head. Boy. <laughs> I'm still not one of them. I'm much more pro AI, but I, I see that absence of light, I guess it would be yeah. since it's the dark future. It's like, yeah, you could do voting on a DAO, but the, the contract, the smart contract, has to be able to execute. Mm-hmm. Well, if you had an artificial intelligence built into it, it could say, all right, this is what you want me to do? Cool. Well, I need real-world enforcement to make this happen. Yeah. It's easy to do in digital. DAOs can work as intended in a digital realm as long as this de- decentralization is mostly the problem mm-hmm. or people's want to have real world assets tied in or real world things yeah. tied in. But if you got you could decentralize it and deal with just digital, a DAO would work as intended today. 
right? Mm -hmm. As soon as you want to deal with the real world, yeah. you would need like an AI that could trigger a physical robot to go monitor or do the physical enforcement you need. That's very dystopian. Yeah. Don't think I want to be there either. Yeah. So yes, you could do voting on chain. And that's what I, that was my five hour rabbit hole with ChatGPT a, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Or a couple weeks ago. Um, so, so just the voting portion could be done, right? And that would be more like a transparent and secure thing? You could do, vo you could theoretically do voting on the blockchain and don't need a DAO. Mm, I see. That would be decentralized IDs. I'll write that down too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anything you could do today with a DAO that involves non-autonomous functioning, mm -hmm. I just don't think technologically we're at a place where that becomes viable. We're just in a place where it's all experimental. And I'm good with that. It's just a lot of people dump into a lot of these DAOs not understanding you're going into a concept. This is a concept, not a reality yet. Right. Um, and there are real world DAOs that that are working and they sort of they're I think personally think mm -hmm. some of them are ruining themselves. I think Maker DAO, um, which is behind the stable coin die. Right. Mm -hmm. Originally, you know, they you had the decentralization issue to work out. You had to get it more decentralized. But that's that's a goal I think you could achieve. It was autonomous because it only used Ethereum, right? And so if you wanted to generate this stable coin, you used this digital asset, mm -hmm. Ethereum, mm -hmm. to produce this digital asset, a DAI token, mm -hmm. which algorithmically, it's not an algal stable coin, but you know, using digital resources, it was pegged to the price of a dollar without ever needing to touch a physical dollar, without ever needing to right. go into a physical bank account or deal with the U.S. government who issues dollars, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You could have this dollar-pegged value token. It would fluctuate some, but it was fully digital. If you wanted to do digital dollars, right. that was how you did it. But it was so volatile, it was so easy to lose the ETH um, you had brought up I think on another show about how it was similar to like lending yourself, mm -hmm. doing a self loan, mm -hmm. which is accurate. It's sort of like doing a self loan. Um, that loan was so volatile based off the price of Ethereum. Right. You know, Ethereum goes down a little bit. You could lose your ETH. Right. Um, so that, but that was how it worked to kill the volatility. They started, well, what if it wasn't just ETH? What if we tied it to other digital assets? That way, if one of the assets went down in price, the mm. whole value wouldn't go down in price. It like spreads it would be a the little average bit more, out. Spreads the average out. But then what, what would they end up backing up with? USDC, an actual dollar-backed stable coin, which means that now like 50% of the, well, the last time I checked, I don't yeah. know what it is now, but last time I checked, it's like 50% of the Dow, the, the DAI backing is in USDC. Which is absolutely backed by the U.S. The U.S. government could just be like, turn it off. Yeah. And it's gone. 50% of the backing is gone. So now it's that's the risk you run. Instead yeah. of being autonomous now, you've, you've lent out some features to this real world thing. And that's why, to me, once you do that, 
you've killed all usefulness of the DAO. Hmm. Great for experimental purposes. Yeah. But like, you're going to get serious serious about it? No, that's not how you run it. The technology isn't there yet. Definitely so, but that's my think about. <laughs> I'm very though excited like many things in this space. You know, I might come off as sort of a that stupid don't do it. Yeah. Um it's stupid if you think this is the end game for it. Right. I'm going to put all, especially if you're putting money into it mm-hmm. or a well amount of your time, unless you just got time to waste like that. Right. And you're going to put all your money or resources or value into this thing. And it's just the test model. Right. Thinking this is the end game. This is how I'm going to get generational wealth and retire my family. You're a, no, this is a test. Mm-hmm. They're almost all doing it wrong. And the people who are building it are either scammers or they know they're doing it wrong, and they say that it's just people don't want to listen. Yeah. Right? Um, but there are a lot of scammers because they know, So I'll throw a die on it. You think it's decentralized, even though I control the keys. So be wary of, of DAOs. Be wary of everything. But, like, don't trust, still verify. you can participate. Don't trust, like, verify. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like you if you what if you want to participate just because you want to be part of like the progression of doubt. I'm not saying don't participate. I'm saying realize what you're participating in. Right. So don't put like all of your wealth into it. Like maybe exactly. toss like a, a twenty or a fifty into it. Don't say this DAO has solved the organizational autonomous problem because now we vote every sixty seconds we can vote for a new CEO. That's not even efficient. <laughs> yeah. They'd be switching CEOs. And, and we, we're running out of time. The last statement I want to say, one of the eye-opening moments of this was like during the last bull run, a non-crypto guy um, was like, imagine if Facebook was a DAO. When, this is when like people, everybody wanted a decentralized social media thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, when Facebook decided to do um, the real-time feed and the like button, mm-hmm. every, all the users hated that idea. The users... We're in the upper liking every post. That's stupid. <laughs> Look at how integral the like button is. Yeah. If they left it up to a DAO, it would have never have happened. Oh, that's good. Everything's not supposed to be decentralized. Yeah, that's true, too. Also, like some people just shouldn't be voting on stuff because they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Well, this comes to the voting. on chain, right. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll do a voting on chain or something. Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, And if you, you're interested in any of these things. How can they uh, reach oh, yes. out and uh, yell at me about my take on DAOs? Yeah. Or suggest other topics. Or suggest other topics. Within DAOs. Yeah. I like it when you don't yell at me. Mm-hmm. But I'm we, sensitive. Yeah, you can yell at him. It's okay. You have my permission. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Where are you um, find you us? You can find us at the Blockument for all of our handles um, at Twitter or X, um, Facebook, uh, I'm talking about YouTube. And what else? There's one more. I forget what it is. TikTok? TikTok. There it is. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, hit us up there or find all those things at theblockument.com. Yeah. One day I'll update the site. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, you and, didn't bring our breakfast bourbon, so my brain's had a slow today. That's what it is. <laughs> breakfast bourbon will be back in effect next time. Yeah. Till then, come for the riches. Stay 